0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Land Scurve Show. We're back. Happy days are here again. Deshaun Brown, I see you. Big dog, right? <laughs> That's who I is. No chills. Um, Rose Brown. Tonight we have Hala. And Hala's going to share uh, a life-changing experience and situation with us. And he's going to bring the truth as always. And we're going to shoot from the hip. No scripts, impromptu, real, from the heart. No fake production. No jockeying the big my brothers and sisters for money. Truth doesn't require any money. You understand? We show love to each other in many, many ways. And I just want to say before we bring Brother Holler on that, we're making lots of progress. And that's from the Creator. That's inside of us, and that's the order, and it's time for us to rise, and don't let anybody else make you think that it's not time to rise. When your enemy fears his downfall, understand that that's the time for you to get up and start jumping and laughing and celebrating. Many of us are not aware of what's going on in these present days. We only depend on what CNN and headline news and some of us. Coons, Fox News, will tell us. Aware of what's really going on on a spiritual level, a level that your oppressor doesn't understand, a frequency that your oppressor can't pick up on his limited radio. See? So he wants you to just to see the world through his limitations. But see us now? Out the box, we come with all of the amenities. We got AC, we got the bold speaker system, we have airbags all over the place, and we're welded into a cage in our vehicles. So we're protected. But so many of us fear or feel (laughs) your fear is right. But so many of us feel that we are nothing without the limited oppressor. Let's believe that he is the source of power when in fact we are. That's why they're kidnapping us. and show that I do. If we're nothing, if we're the thugs, if we're the whores, if we're, and some of us live down to that, to their delight, but we are not that. They are that. But if we were really that, why did they work so hard to keep us down? When we go to our jobs and talk about how many women we went to bed with, it's okay. When we talk about how many baby daddies we have it's okay just with a book and talking together in peace about building they know that for us to build that they will be destroyed because they get they get their gain from our separation if you really notice it and look at this thing if we're together as a people which many of us are not together but even a little bit of us that are together and they don't look at you doing the ratchet stuff because they know they got you so this is when they say for those who love christianity when the devil got you he don't got to worry because he has you already he's trying to come after the righteous brother holler man we had a conversation that i had to say let's put the brakes on it because i want to hear what's going on fresh but every time you sneeze there's wisdom so you brother and I want you just to casually ease on in. Which brother Holler never comes in casual. He always comes in swinging. Get ready to duck <laughs> if you're ignorant. Get ready to duck. <laughs> brother Harden, I see you. I'm glad you're here. Simply deep and ace and ace. I apologize again. I've been out here and um I got to call you now. I'm I- I'm gonna put it out there before you talk, Holler. I'm not looking forward to uh week? It's funny because they evaluate you, right? And um, I'm not in there all week, right? But I'm going to go in wearing all black. I'm going to go in speaking real clear. I'm going to go in exuding the power of the melanin that I have. And they're going to say, oh, no, scratch him off. We don't want him. He's going to free every black and Latino and person of color in here. And he's our enemy. Hell, Hey, pray for me. They might try to lock me up. That's him right there. Let's let's. He he dropped a piece of tissue out there. He didn't put it inside the garbage. Lock him up. <laughs> Will World, how you doing? <laughs> Come on, holly Give it to us, man.
1: Hey man, listen. It's uh, it's getting crazier and crazier every day. It is. Every day, every day, gets crazy.
0: Unfolding reality. Wow. No, no. When you hear me say that's me shouting out. People in the room, just talk over me
1: about it all right about it um i definitely would have to say uh peace to everybody out there peace to everyone on um in the chat room i ain't up there tonight uh talking crazy as i usually do but um i had a life moving experience january january one into february it got really really crazy actually really in february but during january and february Anyone that wants to research this can
2: can
1: Google about um, a very bad strand of flu that has spread through uh, North Carolina Mm -hmm. and South Carolina, but in particular in South Carolina and North Carolina. Mm -hmm. 16 people died from this strand of flu. I barely made it. I almost was number 17. I caught this flu which uh, the doctors had later found out um, was, like, the worst strain of the flu that was out there. I didn't really pay attention to it other than the fact that he told me it was the flu. Okay. Um, but I didn't learn this until 17 days later. Mm-hmm. I went in the hospital on February the um, 11th, and I didn't get up. Actually, I didn't even wake up. Until february the twenty seventh mm. I was in um basically a coma um, I was on life support for ten days, um, flat line twice, mm. and I've seen the other side. That's the upper part of the conversation, yeah, so let, me just, let me just say to people, um. You can't get relaxed. I got relaxed, you know, in the earlier part of the year, in the beginning of the year, and like the end of last year, you know, I was playing Uncle Howard. I was taking care of the kids. Right. And um, that was very stressful. It took me kind of like out of the spirit that I was on before I came back here, out here to the East. And um, I started to feel my system get weak. You know, you can feel your body when it's getting run down. Yeah. And I have a greater appreciation, greater appreciation for single mothers and just for mothers in general. Right. In that, you know, 24 hours a day, the kids depended on me. I never had no time to rest. So I kind of got out of my regular routine that was keeping me strong. I moved to Charlotte once uh, their, their father came back. So I, I, I moved to Charlotte. In uh, December. Right. January, I was good. I'm going to the gym every day. I know. 230 pounds. Um, solid. I'm eating good. And just one day, I just started feeling horrible. But what I realized later was I got comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I stopped looking up in the air when I go outside. I had made it a habit that when I go outside, I look up looking for the chemtrails. I'm looking for the airplanes and spraying things in the atmosphere. Right. Not paying attention. I don't know where I caught it at. I could have caught it at the gym. I could have caught it in the store. All I know is it took them three days to even find out hmm. that I even had the flu. They didn't even know what was wrong with me. Um, When they did, they had to, Um, I was on quarantine for like seven days. But within that seven days, I, um, that's when I ended up with my life support. Mm. I ended up going into coma, but I flatlined. I knew that I was I mean, you make this clear to people, so you understand. So you all stop believing in these, uh, stories about walking to the white light or, uh, going to heaven when you die because nobody died and went to heaven and came back and said that they was there and then exist so you depended on or you got hopes of the story but we do know that there was an existence beyond our physical right they understood what made our physical be was the non-physical that will continue to live on so when i flatline I was conscious that I was dead.
3: Mm. Both
1: times, my spirit, the thing that makes you conscious of who you are, mm-hmm. the thing that makes you conscious, your connection to the creator
0: never died.
1: Why? Because the creator don't die.
0: <laughs> Common sense. So
1: they got, yeah, so they got you, fear, you, got, they got you fear and death and different ways of death that you could die I mean, they make you uh, fall into these misguided convictions about things that have absolutely nothing to do with who you are by default. Right. We trade in our natural divinity for uh, a, a man's uh, pers- perspective on divinity. And this is coming from a man that there's nothing divine about him. Right. Period. Um, when I came out of this this, this coma, two times I, I flatlined. I actually knew the first time. kind of afford it, mm-hmm. and without getting into deep detail, there was a family member on the other side. You will see your family members, and you're going to see them and the best form they ever were in their human life.
0: I heard that. I heard that. Tell this me. This
1: is fact. This is fact. Because all my life my great grandmother, my great grandmother raised my mother. But all my life my great grandmother was always old. When I met my great grandmother, she thought they were already in their sixties. I'd never seen them when they were young. And mm-hmm. I've seen her, when I seen my grandfather, they were young. I described them to my mother. I'd never seen a picture of them young or anything, and I described it to my mother, and it's how she knew it was real.
0: Wow.
1: I said, listen, when you go on the other side and on this side, you're just in the best form of yourself.
0: So you mean I'm going to get my muscles back in my 27-inch waist? (laughs) (laughs) So I can just hang out now and just eat donuts.
1: Yeah, if that's, where, if that's where you were at, at your best, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's at, 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 at a whole, at your best, spiritually and physically. And basically, whatever you are at your best physically, pretty much, it's a reflection of where you are spiritually. Right. I mean, how clean you are. Uh, we become so spiritually unconscious and unconscious of the people around us who are carrying spirits that just may not be good for our temple. Hmm. I want people to understand this. You have been caught up and tricked into thinking that it is all about your soul. It is not. It has everything to do with your spirit. And I'm talking to African people. Because only humans have spirits. Animals have a body and a soul. Animals don't have spirits. Animals don't have consciousness. Animals don't have uh, a certain thing of intuition. uh, As when I speak of intuition, I'm saying uh, that ability to be able to discern uh, certain things, Uh, their attachment to the universe is based off of their their intellect and their uh, emotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you train up a dog, whether you train the dog or its mother trains the dog. I mean, uh, it it consistently has the dog to do certain things and that dog will follow along and it becomes habit. It's smart enough to learn. And it has emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Dog can get mad at you. I mean, uh, bite the heck out of you, bite you, you know and say, but after he bites you, he go sit down like nothing never happened, right? That's right. Because he don't got no conscience. Sound like some people we know, they just shoot you dead in the street. Yeah. And act Like nothing never
0: happened. <laughs> let, let, let me just say that, um, if you on Periscope, I just uploaded my side of things on Periscope. And um, for those who are going to be watching on Periscope, you can come on over to YouTube on the Landscurve channel and check out both sides of the conversation. We have Brother Holler speaking about his recent experience, and I'm all ears. And if you're not there, you're missing it. Landscurve on YouTube. I'm only fishing Periscope to bring you all over here. So I'm not ignoring you. But every now and then i make that announcement. You're right, Joseph Harden. Cancel it. But anyway, go ahead, hollow
1: Yeah subject, because I got a little far off. So when I woke up, realized something. Mm -hmm. I was there, but I wasn't there. I was there, but I was gone. I had been gone. I mean, I wasn't there. Like, my family had took pictures of me. Like, my children came to see me. When I woke up, nobody was there, but my mother and my girlfriend Mm -hmm. came to see me relatives that came to see me said, no, I was on life life sport, I was in a coma, Mm -hmm. I wasn't here. Um, When I woke up and realized the time that I had missed, and I tried to remember certain things, what I remembered was what was on the other side. Not the dreams that I had while I was under the medication. I remember when I was, when I crossed over, when I flatlined, because I never felt done reviving me.
2: Hmm.
1: I wasn't there. Your spirit continues to live on. You conscious of your mind, like right? you conscious of your mind right now?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was conscious of my mind.
2: Hmm.
1: I was conscious of that, and I had to accept it. Like it ain't nothing I can do about it. This is what it is. Right. So I say to this: to the people, stop being scared of what's going to happen when your physical dies. Still going to be around.
0: But 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 they so but
1: people can get away from their convictions.
0: Right.
3: And
1: start being proactive now, because so different, like, no, oh, you can't scare me. Like, this is the third time ever this has happened to me. So I am oh, here for. So I got to no, let you know. You stop this. We can grow up now. It's okay to grow up and let that sh- go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've said, you, I listen, you, I you're,
0: fake, you're chopping out, Um, Holla. I'm hearing you, but it's like choppy a little bit. I don't know if you moved around or if you're in a cell or a, or a landline.
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Really clear. Whatever you do, okay. you know.
1: Um, it's, it's, it, it. I have to uh, make it clear. Our misguided convictions is what's keeping us where we are. Right. And a lot of it has to do with the things that have been introduced to that on, on autopilot is just on autopilot and we live in, and not paying attention to, what's going around us. Mm-hmm. people are not playing. We play We're doing a lot of arguing and bickering, Um is to each other, even in the so-called conscious community. And I've noticed. With black people, one person's greatness provokes envy and malice in another individual who does not recognize his own greatness. That's bad.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That's very bad. It makes a lot of people not even want to be proactive just because of the backlash that they would get from their own people who are mad at them because they don't even recognize their own ability to be the same way within themselves. Hmm. When we don't got time to keep doing that. We have to grow up. We have to grow up to so understand and know that you will never die it should make you even more proactive. It should make you more vigilant. Like mm-hmm. so that fear away and be like, yo, I, let's, let's go then.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Since I know I can not never really die anyway, let's go then.
0: It's, that changes everything.
1: Does it? <laughs> Does it? It changes a lot. You know, a lot of people that walk in fear.
0: Right. But remember, <laughs> remember they, they will die. But they want you to think you're gonna die.
1: They will die. That's why they so big on fucking with you about your soul. It ain't about your soul. God ain't never say nothing about your soul. That's some other trickery.
3: It was already the 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 the, the, the one of the small truths in the Bible was about creator and spirit, spirit. Notice I said spirit. Right and in truth, not just soul,
1: spirit, and truth. I don't know what that other nonsense nice is about. Like I said, it's a whole lot of things in the Bible that just are not credible. Are not credible. And as a matter of fact, I just told someone, even if we said, even if we found out that that book was true. And, and, and these characters in the book was true To do with us. It has nothing to do with us. The fear of hell it has nothing to do with us. That's not our culture. And you like, yo, Holly, you always come back to that. I'm
3: saying that has us harnessed in this, in this square. So we won't think out the box, but so far, we scared too. I'm telling you, yo, you can never really die. There ain't no need to be scared. Time to stop being scared. We gotta grow up. Be proactive. Mm. I told you what your man Ben did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Break that down for us again. Man. That's that's crazy. I didn't hear. You know, I've been I've been running so much, man. And that's this why I want to. And,
1: and this is my point about right. People not understanding about
3: spirituality. That's, that goes that that's attached to you. Your brain like your own. Life. Chopping up, Holla. You're chopping. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You can hear me now,
0: right? Oh, man. You're like all up in the equipment. <clears throat> For real. You
3: know,
1: your spirituality, your spiritual life, your spiritual walk, it ain't got nothing to do with no religiosity. And it does not have anything to do with, see, uh, how you uh your your how how much or how many times you worship God the creator. You know, I, I had to explain to someone um,
3: people keep talking about uh, God you got oh God God is all knowing. And
1: you acknowledge and recognize as a God and God already all knowing. Who wh- what are we looking for? what you searching for or well, what are you waiting for are you waiting for the bush to burn to tell you to do something to be proactive at the concept at the at the inception of thought was God talking to you because your spirit is your connection to the creator that is that is within you these other things being involved in this other culture Taking on other people's guys of religions and spiritual uh, uh, principles or however they live. Knowing that it's anti who you are is what's messing this up. Think right. We won't be right. We won't take the right stance and draw a line. So this black man who obviously is not really tapped into his spirituality, he's scared. So you get on, on TV in public and say that people, in particular, black people, have the wrong mind state or perception about their poverty. Right. We look at it in the wrong way. Like we ain't got the right attitude about being poor. Right. The attitude about being profiled killed like dogs in the street. Nah, nah, don't worry about the fact you got killed. You got the wrong attitude about it. Fuck you mean? What do you mean?
3: What is my attitude supposed to be It's the fact that I know I have a complete system working against me? How am I supposed to take that? What do you mean my attitude is wrong? I'm thinking about that
1: wrong. He said poverty was a state of mind. meaning that you starving or you can't get a job or you living in that shithole because you can't afford nothing else and and your generations before that couldn't either. that is just a figmentation of your imagination
3: see when niggas say shit like that it's because he is spiritually rotten rotten wow
4: spiritually
3: rotten it's like wood and when the wood rot, it can't support shit, right?
1: <laughs> That's what this is what our people got a whole lot of. A bunch of rotten ass wood. All leaders, but they not leading shit but themselves to a check. And leaving the people behind. We don't need no leadership. We don't need no conscious community. We don't need no churches, no nothing. We need everybody as a whole to grow up. We gotta leave that old shit alone. I know you love it. You like it. It just gets you happy as shit when you think about going to church on a Sunday. It gets you. It gets you hype when you go to the masjid on a Friday. Observe the Sabbath on a Saturday. None of these things got anything to do with us. And this is why it doesn't work for us. We got to grow up and let it go. It got us through slavery to a certain extent. It got us through Jim Crow, through the civil rights movement. Yo, it's 2017. Walking around in the third grade with this shit. (laughs) We got to be on the right mind. We got to get on our higher minds collectively. Simultaneously, at the same time, this is what our ancestors did. That's why they did the great things that they did. Let's just look at the difference in the times. We got all the technology,
3: the information and knowledge to our access. And they just can't put a dog show together. Am I lying? You're telling the truth. So...
1: Our spiritual walk is so important. I ain't talking about how many times you go to church, how many times you fall on your knees and scrape them up even more praying, or how many times you prostrate and make that dot even darker on your forehead. None of that shit has anything to do with
3: progressing spiritually, because if it was so, we would be. fat.
1: When are we gonna let it go and get on the right frame of mind that we supposed to be in?
3: Death is real. We know this, but it don't have
1: to be anything that you have to fear. Because I know for a fact, that is one of the biggest fears that keep a lot of people from even being proactive when they know. Like I said to you, I don't believe wholeheartedly that in his heart of hearts Greg Carson don't believe none of that bullshit he said but he's scared to speak for real for real
0: yeah, how can you speak like that and say the things that he says when uh, obviously fear death. but see look, fear death. Uh, but look fear obviously death holla obviously holla where his mind is But but because of his positioning a little bit in his dealings with these campaigns and seeing a little bit behind the scenes, he had to be privy, privy to some information that he can say, man, what's this all about? Do you think if I was privy to certain things that I would keep my mouth shut about it? You know what I mean? I might be shrewd in how I put it out there, but there's no fear of death. It's just that I want to put it all out there before that happens. So I'm not going to hasten it by saying, Hey, everybody. And then the next day, boom, I want to, i want to put it out there. I'm going to write some books. <laughs> I'm going to send it out to people. And then when I do get up there, but still, how can you position to a point? The man has some sense on some levels, as far as being a, a, a brain surgeon, or whatever have you, whatever he does, foot doctor or whatever, chiropractor, whatever he is. Um, so how can you be so stupid? on the other side. And and listen.
1: Going, that's what I was going to say next. If, Tell us. If, if he did not know and he is really sincerely ignorant, he's probably no different than uh, what's, what's, what's the white girl name who uh, <laughs> who says she identified with black people? Clearly a Caucasian? Right. You know who I'm talking about, right? I can't think of the cis name. I know somebody in the chat room knows who I'm talking about. Say it again? Uh, oh. A uh, white girl, white lady who uh, frauded like she was a sister. Oh, Rachel out Yeah, 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 yeah. That clown. So, <laughs> uh, you dig. Um,
0: Blackness for her is a fashion statement. Many of those yeah. who perpetuate and they want to get down and act what they think is black. Yo, 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 man, what's up, so-and-so. You know, and the white girls who who, who want to run with the black men because they're mad at their daddies and they want to piss them off. And it's a fad. Let's try some black cock. So let's try some BBC. But as soon yeah, as that's sure. over no, and, and, and and a struggle gets real with the man you chose because of his accessory, you're gone. And when poverty hits or tight times come and say, hey, I can let all this stuff alone and go down and play my color. And now I don't know you. I'm going to live better. Thanks. For, thanks for the ride. Like an amusement park. The BBC amusement park. The Big Black Booty amusement park. That gal, hey honey, you know I love you. <laughs> Just give me those things. Sorry for well, the- you
1: know they, you know they say- um,
0: I got Tourette's been, with it.
1: <laughs> I've been told that, well we mistake, uh, you know a lot of people say, well there's some good white people out there. Talk about the younger white people. And I um, I know it was said to me by some, uh, some OGs about white people uh, when they're young, Right. They have a rebellious moment, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you will find them hanging out with you and there will be the white boys that will do the craziest shit just to get your acceptance, you know, cuz they're rebelling against their people. I don't ever mistake that nonsense only because I know he cool right now why he in his 20s and his 30s. And some of them stay that way, but most of them end up being the prosecutor. DA, the assistant DA, the sheriff. This nigga, you were smoking weed back in the day. Now nah, he didn't want putting cuffs on you. Mm-hmm. You thought he was cool. Mm. You thought he was cool. And you thought it was cool because he said, nigga, because it was in the rap song and the lines is blurred. And you bump into this white boy 10 years later, yo, and he pulling you over. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? Or you come up in court and you find out this motherfucker is the DA, and yeah, we got to get back into us. We don't even know who we are, and a lot of us is walking around sincerely ignorant. So if he don't know, if he really is that stupid, that's even worse. Right. That's he, that's dangerous to even for him to even be anyone considered to be a um a, a leader or a so called beacon of light for 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 black people. Nah, that's not cool. But it's our fault. It's all get together. We'll we'll take up concessions with each other and say, look, well, it's got to be consequences for niggas that do certain shit because <laughs> they represent. Black people, period. i seen an interview with Tony Rock. He said it the best. He was like, yo, whether you like this shit or not, when you out in the public eye, you represent Black people. All Black people, period. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that it's that way, but it is. So when you coon Yeah, you taking us back with that shit. You (laughs) on TV, wowing the fuck out. Yes, you are taking us back with that bullshit.
0: I'm cooning, and I hope you like cooning, too. (laughs)
2: I'm
0: cooning, I'm cooning, I'm cooning, I'm cooning, I'm cooning. I'm I'm on a coon with you. I want that job. Please give me that job. Please let me in your subdivision. I'll deny my blackness. I'll change the way I talk and I'll laugh at your jokes when they ain't funny. Uh, uh 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 oh. Anyway, I'm having fits. I didn't take my medication today. Go ahead, Holler. Yeah, that's what they do, that's what we they do it, we, we had that's somebody come on in and jo- join us. I see Lee jokes. That's jo- what they do. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, go
1: ahead, um, Holler. I, um and we say I, I I just encourage people to, you know Tap into to your your higher self. Tap into your your, your spirit your, your spirit. The the thing that give you a conscience, you know, the thing that even after you did the things that you've done, you know, what I mean? or you might have hurt the people that you did. That very element, that, that thing in you that give you remorse. You know what I'm saying? That make you conscious of what you did wrong and say, Yo, I can't be that way no more, that's your spirit. It ain't mm-hmm. got nothing to do with your soul. You I mean? Your soul is the seat of your emotions, your intellect, your will, your volition. You I mean? mm Your soul is important. It is important what you put inside your head because what you're putting in your head, it's also affecting your spirit. That's what right. I'm saying. When that man is spiritually rotten, he's rotten, and it's because of all the things that he's allowing and him the things that that's he's the being involved in the people that he rubbing elbows with that shit is jumping off on them right? and it's jumping off on him we gotta get back to being mindful of that you wanna know why you know you seeing black people get involved in all kinds of weirdo shit <laughs> yeah, that we for ain't real. Never been Doing it's cause you go find out who the fuck they around on him <laughs>
0: that's right
1: Like, seriously, it's serious.
0: We got some weird black folks out here now, for real.
1: Yes, yes, we gotta start eradicating these things out of our community, you know what I mean, to protect our children. I can't make a grown person do anything. I can't make him change his walk. I can plant the seed and I can keep it moving, but for the babies, for them to understand that we need to protect them from these things that have absolutely nothing to do with our culture. That's right. But if we don't draw the line, and first and foremost, if we don't even know what our culture is, and that's part of the problem.
0: But you know what, Holla, you know what, Holla, it seems like we're the only ones that take our young and, and and we treat them like that biscuit swabbing in the gravy of somebody oh, yeah. else's culture. We just, we shove it on them like to, 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 to absorb their decadence, is, is a plus for us. It, it elevates us and uplifts us when we see them in a decadence and we take it and, and we master it and we run with it. Like that's doing something for us when they're laughing at us because we are so far out of ourselves. It's like, right. if, if, if you get, if they say to take soiled doo filled underwear and put it over your head as the next fashion statement, you best believe we'll be out there doing it. Mhm, and doing it with more stuff in it and, and sashaying down in that mental sickness. When we embrace That's their true. mental sicknesses, their sicknesses and their decadence, we feel as though we've made it. Why is that? But see, you don't see the Asian kids pushed. They maintain their culture. They may become Americanized to a point, but they don't lose who they are. And they're not brought up in that. And they always wow. show respect to that. And some of us, when we come up, we don't show respect to our elders and the ones who deserve it. Not just because you got to a certain age, but anything of, of elevation, of a high vibration, we reject it. We wanna run and tear it down and turn to our slave master and say, see, <laughs> I'm doing a good job for you, master. What'd you say, Joe, master makes? <laughs> Go ahead, man, I'm sorry.
1: We are uh, because um, spiritually, being brought up and nursed by the same evil culture that, you know, makes our our oppressor who we are. Did you just hear what I said? Mm -hmm. We are being breastfed (laughs) with with the milk and and honey of the culture of your oppressor. (laughs) <laughs> when you when 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 you doing that now, you are completely going against your DNA, <laughs> you know, say your genealogy, your genocode, everything that your ancestors established before you, this all becomes annihilated. And they know this. They didn't do what they did to us. Just because yo, they was mean and they was freestyling. The motherfuckers was not freestyle. <laughs> Let's just get this shit straight. I, I was I was speaking to my mother and she like you know my mother is a minister. We covered this. Right. So she's starting to uh her mind is starting to open. She's starting to ask questions. You know what I mean? And that's good. Every conversation we have, it gets deeper and deeper. So she was like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me this is really calculated? Yeah, where y'all been? Yes, this shit is calculated
2: to a motherfucker.
1: I said, what y'all need to understand is what y'all think is prophecies is really long-term planning.
3: <laughs> Niggas been talking that apocalyptic bullshit forever. And the earth is still here. evolution Natasha. it'll never start big it starts small and then it gets bigger that's right it
1: will evolve into something so they planted the seeds understanding that even if i don't live to see what's going on mm-hmm. i already put it in my seeds and he's going to carry it out and these niggers is going to carry it out on their own anyway
0: happily with no common happily. sense involved right
1: absolutely So she asked me a question, why is it like that? I said, well, are you really ready to hear this? You might not be ready. I try to stop my mother because I don't want to give her too much. And then (laughs) she just go run back up in the hole. Like I can't take it. But I was like, yeah, God told you not to think. (laughs) Then this is in the midst of a conversation that we've already established that we know man wrote that book. And we cannot say that that book is the inerrant word of God. We can't because we can find errors from the beginning all the way to the end. So that debunks that. So I'm saying, listen, there's things that has been written in there and the stories being told a certain way. But it ain't got nothing to do with African people other than the fact that we cursed inside the book. And this is the basis and the foundation of the environment that has been created here. Mm -hmm. This is the basis of the docility that was created in our people. They didn't just hand you this book for no reason in slavery. It was given to you for a reason. They knew what it was going to do from then on. Now we just at the apex and they about to take it up notches, but we so caught up in to the stupid shit, the distractions, the diversions, no one's paying attention that. Yo, time is winding down. Mm-hmm. No apocalypse, though. <laughs> this, is where, this is where it gets crazy because religious folks will now take you into the spookism. But only because of that fear. I keep, we we talking around, we going into a lot of different subjects and we, it's still coming back to the very main thing, Mm -hmm. your spirit. It's about your spirit. Once you understand that you will never die, you should not ever fear something that you know cannot ever be with you. Your physical can die, but the thing that make your physical doesn't. My physical ain't shit without my my the non physical factors. Once you know that, not going to die. What what difference does it make? Hmm. So now I could go hard and making sure that I make things better for the generations that's coming after me. Let's stop being so selfish. Let's grow up now. Niggas don't party. They don't bullshit. We done had good economy, bad economy. Niggas done bought all types mm-hmm. of cars, look good, wore all types of suits and shit. And <laughs> it, it, all, it's time for all that shit to go. That was with the Piscean age. That's what niggas did. with the church, put your good Sunday, go to meeting, shit on. Mm-hmm. And all that. All that is time for that shit to go. We got to let it go now. Grow the fuck up, man. <laughs> Time to let that shit go. It's time It's time for us. We in the Aquarius age, man. It's time for critical thinkers, man. The new cool is to be smart. I'm putting it out there right now. Hear that, so that game of G?
0: The new cool is to be smart. So you're real cool, the brother. New
1: cool, the new cool is to be smart, man. All that stupid shit niggas is talking. I'm not trying to hear that. Yo. <laughs> if you ain't on top of trying to get your mind right, and if you ain't pumping your pineal, Man, get away from me. Because that's the only way you start going, shine. Period. That's right. When you start going, shine. we got to get right. We got to get back in the gym. Get on our calisthenics. Eat right. Look, man, the person that sit back and tell you you crazy for doing that because he think it's cool to go to McDonald's
2: Mm.
1: or he think it's cool to, to put all that trash in his body, and it's just better for me to be fucked up and you too, get away from them. That's them spiritually rotten people. (laughs) (laughs) For real. I don't care about your physical no more. I'm looking at everybody from the perspective of spirit. Yeah. Your energy.
0: Yep. Uh, Yep. Yep. I believe in that wholeheartedly.
1: We are light beings. This is what we need to understand. and we get out of the physicality we got to get out of the physicality and start seeing each other for the light beings that we are. Once we start doing that, then we'll all be on the same page. We'll be on the same accord. Mm-hmm. Then we can rock. Then we can rock out. Until then, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be always like this. Or until they go right on into full-fledged. And it's not far away. We would like to think it's twenty, thirty years down the line.
3: Hell no. We're closer than we think. Well, then no. Snap out that shit. You know. Be honest with yourself, and 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 in the deepest depths of your heart. You know. You've been following something that has not been effective for you and is not effective for our people. It's time to let it go, get back to where we really supposed to be, take back
1: our divinity. Nothing African was born in sin. That is nonsense. So we gotta start with all them curses, all things that have been talked over that affect your spirit. And when it affects your spirit, It affects your thinking and it affects your volition and your emotions. That's why you see church folk get up and get mad, act like they want to fight you over some shit. They have no idea what the fuck they into.
3: Ready to go to war with you because they think they defending Jesus. (laughs) That's bad. That is bad. Like that is fucking terrible. Because a path of trying to do good and wake your
1: people up can turn into destruction. And they know this too. Because they know niggas going to believe the lie so much that when you put the truth in their face, they're not even going to believe
3: the truth. It's about spirit, people. Spirit. So don't get mad if you think it's in the industry that's selling a soul.
0: <laughs> I, I just caught a glimpse of um local politicians here in Orlando and um half of the pastors on the screen behind me. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so some of my co-workers too. But um <laughs> you'll you'll see. Anyway, <laughs> he, he's helped me out tremendously. And um, every time we get a chance to hang out, your brilliance amazes me. Very smart brother. And and for those ladies out there who say that um, there are not many out here, well, he's one. And I sign off. I, I wish I had as much sense as his age. You know, um, <laughs> I wasn't as bright at that age. I mean, he's not 20 years old either, you know, but I'm just saying that. Every bit counts. And so we have to give up uh, the props. I keep seeing coworkers, man, walking down. like I'm at work, man, on the screen. Anyway, um, take the ego out of it and um, give credit where credit is doing boost each other up because we have enough outside of our neighborhoods, communities, places where we frequent that are there to tear us down in front of us, obviously, and also on a subconscious level, seeping in where we don't see it, like termites behind the walls chewing your house up and you feel secure. And when the wind blows, uh, the whole house falls down on you. They're eating away of our real strength. You know, we we, we get fooled. You know, we see the physical. And yes, we, we, we must keep our physical up. Time into thinking that that's going to carry us through. And we also have to have a balance of spiritual strength also. And, and the mental fortitude to have that real knowledge, to have, you know, I was at a re- restaurant recently and I don't go to too many of those, you know, with Mrs. Scurve. <laughs> I don't have to, but we were, you know, I, I was overhearing, I got some really good hearing and I was listening to a conversation, two tables over for me. I wasn't being nosy, but some of the catch phrases caught my my attention. And, and these were Caucasians and it was a very intelligent conversation, but they were breaking down the very numbers uh, in the neighborhood. Evidently they were like uh, uh, affiliated with some type of construction company and uh, they were talking about meetings they were having with local politicians and community people and how much this is gonna cost and um, in five years it should be this and in 10 years it should be that. So it hit me speaking about and I said to myself, my God, this is gentrification. And its best, at its finest, in oh, front of me, at God work, man, you, like you, you was said, brother.
1: To hear that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Was right in the midst of one, and they kept glancing, you know. And I played dumb, like I wasn't listening, because this this ear on this side got as huge as a satellite dish. I was pulling it all in, and they were basic. They 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 used coded language about the black people who lived there, and they spoke about um unskilled workers. This is real, y'all. And they spoke about the minimum wage and how it will dictate where you live according to how much you make. And and you know, let it take time, basically, they didn't say it this way, but let it take time for the neighborhood to purge of those who can't afford the structures that are coming. They didn't use the word purge. That's me saying it. But you know, we hear stuff like this and and people walk by and it were pleasant. They smiled and they walk past me and look back and they smiled at me and you know i was like okay mm -hmm, it's not a real smile you know right while you plan but then again on the flip side like you said earlier holler everybody can't be saved and so many of us just don't want to know and if we did understand and, and band together or even if some of us didn't band together you got your feet up under you You run like the Dickens to get yourself into a better position because they're not looking out for us. We're on our own and we don't know it. You know, like in corporate America, when you have that person who may have achieved a measure of success and they look like you and I and they begin to talk in a foolish way and they say yes with their nose up in the air, they'll say, yes, this is my building. Yes, our company has been very successful. In the last several decades, and our trajectory has gone uh, uh uh to monumental heights, and we hope to make several billion dollars within the next year or so, and so and so not knowing that there's a pink slip waiting for them after they make that speech.
1: That's plantation talk. Yeah, boss, uh uh we we wee's yard is looking good today, boss. and uh, you know, we we wee's company, uh yeah. That's that boss talk
0: yes yes and see that that, that happened bob <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so now now an hour later after getting that pink slip you're heading home wondering how the heck you're going to afford that benz that you have how you're going to mm-hmm. afford that uh, expensive condo or home that you have and now you're slapped down the world looks different now yeah,
1: because you you flip. felt so
0: good being get a
1: glimpse, they get a glimpse in that chapter, of the book, uh oh, nigga, you still a nigga. <laughs> right. They might not read the whole chapter, but it that pink slip <laughs> right there, that chapter, like yo, you are still a
3: nigga. I right. hope you know. Right. Yes.
0: Well, well, well look at what happened, uh, Nicole. You, you bring it up. Thank you, Nicole. I wrote an article about that on landscurve.com about um and 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 why now Tiger Woods had his uh his seizure because when he had the cuffs on him and they had to fill out the paper and, and figure out what box he was going to check. White, are you going to check black? Are you going to check Asian? Are you going to leave black out of it? Are you going to make a new box and write your own thing in? You know, I mean, anybody can get arrested for a DUI, but it's just so funny that. And I don't hate on anybody. But when those cuffs went on you, how did you feel? You know, maybe you felt that, you know, before that happened, that this couldn't happen to me, you know, but to get those cuffs on you and because of certain misdemeanors of defending myself, I've had that sensation, but I didn't have to go through the changes because I know who I am. Right. Right. And, and, you know, people here in Orlando, Florida, because he's in Jupiter, Florida now, but he lived about maybe 18 minutes away, 15, 20 minutes away over in uh Islesworth in Windermere. I know that subdivision. And um it's 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 funny how people have direct accounts of their dealings with him. And we'll get back on the subject. I just wanted to say this. Um, because I was gonna do a separate video on it, but it just wasn't enough angles for me to hit with. Dak lives in Windermere, not too far from here. And people see him. All every everybody has a Shaq story. Man, I was at Walmart one night and he came through. I was at the gym one night and he came through. He he, he big as he is, right? Um, right. But Tiger Woods is at the movies or he's at the supermarket, and you know he's not mobbed by fans and isolated with bodyguards the way people think he, he goes about his life too. But it's just so funny that with most of the Caucasians that I know and have spoken to that have shared their Tiger Woods encounter story, they give these glowing accounts on how patient, engaging he is and how he accommodates them above and beyond all measure. But for those that look like you and I, trust me, it's not good. There's a young lady who worked many years ago at Point Orlando at the movie theater. People who live in Orlando will know And um, I used to work there before I was in corrections when I first moved down. I was doing security and she was on a break and she told me about how he just didn't see like he wanted to get in the line where the black people were and there were black folks all over the place. And he was just so cut and dried. There were other people who brought stories to me that were closer to him, not close, but closer to him in that inner circle of business. And um, it was neutral, lukewarm. So he's very selective. But I mean, you know, how do you get like that when you have a black daddy? You know, his mother may be Asian, yes, but he's the one who planted the seed.
1: But maybe he was never exposed to those type of people. Like, you know, I think, was it his father, if I'm not mistaken, his father was in the military?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I could be yeah. wrong, but yeah. I think
1: his father was in the military. Well, I, be, me being a military brat, too, you tend. The, the moving around and being in that uh that closed in world of uh the military
3: right understood
1: society and you're going to be around more white
3: people you know um that's people they don't know how to really interact with their people and and, they don't don't
0: got it and and we don't know i don't know i'm not throwing shade at uh tiger woods father but maybe he was one of those guys who didn't want him to go that way you know not to know your blackness and you know let's deal this way who knows i mean i'm not throwing i don't know i can't say but that could be a possibility that the father could have planted the seed that I could
1: probably agree with that. I could yeah. probably agree with that. And also, you know, the mother's culture, even though now I don't know mm-hmm. how it is with them, but usually when they date out of their race that way, they're kind of uh, exercised and, and yeah. turned away from their family. Right. So, but to hold on to some of her customs, um, right. I would probably tend to have to say just looking at Tiger Woods mannerism and the type of. The trouble he got in, uh, and the women that, you know, yeah, I'm gonna say he probably is more comfortable around white people than he is around yeah. his own people, yeah, white people, Asians, but probably more so Asians that can, uh, relate to, right. you know, him being in in, in, a, in a mixed situation, uh, interracial, uh, type of uh, circumstances. Um,
0: and 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 who knows, maybe the father could have been that um didn't want to deal with his own sister so he got something that wasn't uh 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 white but it was white uh, uh closer to that than you know he, he can safely go that way and it, it's not black know. you and know he could be who knows
1: playing a game. he could be playing a game he really could be like he could be he could he could be like Fred hampton behind closed doors you know and <laughs> some make a no, for right, real, some right. people make a choice, and this is what they, it, that's a form of cognitive dissonance, is uh, when people uh, you know, act like they uh, are with something, but on the inside, they actually really are not. Like, oh, let, you know, let
0: me, let me take the time to I blow know. somebody up. I have, a, I have a woman on my job, and I don't even know her name, but um, she's definitely from a Spanish-speaking country in the Caribbean. And I'm not into the color thing as far as our own people. We come in different shades. I know how some of us play it too. They, they, you know, they play certain things, but it's hands down, undisputed, a black woman, right? We know how we've been sprinkled all over. She's black. She's as black as this microphone, right? And she refuses to even speak to any black American. Ooh. Now, she might tolerate you if you speak Spanish and you come from her country. She may say something in passing, but no, 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 no. I mean, and she she, she is not even like, I'm just not talking to you, I hate you. And you walk past and, you know, you greet or you may nod your head and, you know, good afternoon. And you say, wait a second, did she just walk past me? Well, maybe she was d- distracted. And you do it two or three times more times and you look you're dead in your eye and just, okay, no problem. There are many like that, but I'm just saying that there's so many of us that are screwed up with highly melanated skin, regardless as to where they dropped you off or whose conqueror's name that you wear, that you're gonna throw off on somebody, you know, who looks like you because you hate yourself so much You hate to see it in me because you really hate to see it in you. And even when last week came and a bus came in that I was supposed to relieve the driver, and I have usual drivers, but uh, this particular driver evidently called in or called out of work because I see the driver that I'm relieving. I say, oh my God, that's that woman. Now, we're supposed to tell the next shift if we're being relieved or you know, hey, the bus has a problem with this or this isn't working or watch out for this particular person. Don't pick them up. We can't say that, but we can say it. But they give us the conditions on what's going on. And so I said to myself, this is going to be very interesting. So because of the past slights, I got on the bus and stood there. And she said something under her breath in in Spanish and just ran off the bus, didn't tell me a daggone thing. I said, whoa. Uh whoa it's, it's just 2017 y'all and like uh sister nicole said um i'm not gonna scroll up but if they're dead weight you have to drop them right now yeah. is not the time of convincing it's like let's take the story of noah's ark right let's just take that whole thing i know how you feel about it hollow but you know
2: well,
0: they, they, not they not had to a be metaphor. right funny before you even go right there it's a metaphor, right? I, you know, we'll, no, we'll, we'll but with it. We'll yep. some good out of it, right? But but let me just say that you know I could imagine Noah telling some fine example of you know a certain species of animal saying, "Come on, you're big and strong, you're going to represent." Come on, and that animal say, "Uh uh 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 uh." I could imagine at one point Noah saying, "You know what? No, you you got to come. You don't know what you do," and trying to pull the animal, try to bite him. I'm not going. And then when an animal realized when the storms came and he was up to his neck in water and couldn't swim, like, I should have went with Noah. So you know what? Don't convince anybody to get on your arc of truth. Let them stay where they are. 2017, man, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking some old civil rights footage behind me, looking back at the 50s. That's the 50s, man. That's decades and decades. You know how many people were born after that time and died before that time and never saw any kind of change?
1: Very great. Right,
0: right. So if you're not like-minded or trying to at least come with an open mind to break down on an intellectual level something of a higher vibration, I, I, I'm going to say it here. I want nothing to do with you. I want nothing to do with you if you're not thinking about going higher. We can have fun, we're going to have ratchet shows, we're going to talk about sex and sexuality, we're going to have fun along the way. We're making this bus ride, we're going to la-la-la-la-la-la, la, 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 la. we are going to sing some songs, but we have a mission. And with every day that passes by, it gets more crucial because, like we spoke on earlier, like that chessboard, right? But you know the oppressors playing chess and 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 knuckleheads out here are playing checkers and tic-tac-toe we'd be in position for the knockout blow and don't even know it that's why they're throwing all this sweetness at us of smartphones and and all of this available sex and sexuality and things to feel good on when we know that we're about to die many of us know that i mean wiped out it's been proven that animals that sense death they know they're being um, um, followed. They know they're prey for something else. And there's tension in the air. They start to want to have sex, really because, not because they're horny when death is hanging over their head, but it's a need to procreate. What does that tell you about us who don't even care, who are living in impoverished situations and really poor situations, and all we can do is sit up and screw all day, unprotected? Yes, childbirth is a wonderful thing and increase our numbers, but we got to be able to support that. But the reason why we're going at that so hard is because we feel death in the atmosphere. and We know we know that we're being set up. And the more decadence we run into, it's not keeping that away from us, us knowing that. We, we look, look at any hood. It's death hanging over. There's nothing good coming out of it. There can be good people coming out of it when they wake themselves up. I'm not saying that can't happen. But if you roll along with the hood program, there is death. So the next generation can have a chance.
1: I feel like we selfish bringing kids into a world that we know is fucked up and we ain't even got it right for ourselves. Mm -hmm. The idea of bringing them into this, like, like. Really fathom it. Like, think about it. Right. And you bringing an innocent life into some bullshit. You know it's some bullshit. Like, <laughs> what type of motherfucker are we? Like, you got think about it. Like, yo, we are all guilty of perpetuating this shit. And then we'll bring another life into the world and be like, yo, welcome to the world. Like, you know what you just welcomed your child into? <laughs> it's because the oldest is going to have to choose a sodomizer. Like, yeah, this shit is crazy. Look at what we involved in. We to turn up, though. We turning up. We turning up. We staying lit. You know what I'm saying? We blessed and highly favored. We're, we still on that treadmill. <laughs> and this is, I feel like, yo, it's almost pointless. So I just push the message of this. Really focus on your spiritual life life focus on your spiritual life and seeking knowledge the age of believing shit is over and there's no with so many resources and information out there there's no need to believe
3: anything
0: well you know what holla you know i don't believe that i made a paycheck for the last two weeks that I, that's do me i know i have it i know i have it coming and if it don't come we got a problem so these people who say that oh i believe this and i believe that when it doesn't come then you know they kind of scratch their head and say well maybe i had it wrong but i know what i know what i know and we have people who are pseudo scholars who say well prove it to me this way and prove it to me that way it's inside of you yes and when you open up your mind you can look and you can see but the thing is, there's so many filters out here, man. There's so many filters out here clouding us over our mind. You know, I'm bi, I'm gay, I'm educated, and you're dumb. I'm from the Caribbean, you're from America, you're smart. I am Nigerian, and you American people do not, American people do not understand what's going on. So all of us are all mixed up with these filters, right. and, we, and we'll never, it's like putting a, 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 a round peg in a square, no, a, round, a square peg in a round hole. You can't have a square hole, right? <laughs> Maybe they can. That's
1: why I said what I said earlier about. I don't argue with people about the truth no more. The truth needs no argument at all. The truth never needs argument. So I don't have to get all uh, over boisterous and get loud, you know what I mean, with people about something that I know, number one, they've never done any research on. And I care not to believe, I care not about what you believe in. Like, I'm at this point, outside of my mother who is my God, that's my Lord and my Savior. I wouldn't have got here, you know what I'm saying, without coming through her. She was my kind doing. So, like, there's just certain things that you just got to tolerate from your mother. This is our culture. But to do that, because you wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for her. But outside everybody, outside of your mother, everybody else, listen, it's up to you to get it. It's all types of ways of getting it. If you don't trust the internet because you think it's a lot of different information and it might be tainted, pick any library. Go read a damn book. Black people think it's so uncool, a waste of time to go do something like investing in your brain, investing in your intellect. I'm sad, get mad, because people will be like, yo, you must think you'll know it all. Why do you know so many things? I get happy when they say that. Good. It lets me know I'm on top of my shit. And no, I don't think I know everything. I don't. I will continue to learn until my physical is gone, and I will continue to learn in my continuous spiritual walk and my spiritual life as it continues on, because I'm never going to die anyway.
2: That's right.
3: That's right.
1: I'm just encouraging people to get on top of you. Yo, just take the time. If you can investigate on how to start you a business, if you can go and get go to school and take all these online classes just to go give your life and your energy to making massive, uh, rich, and more powerful, then you can take the time to go and investigate about your own culture, about
3: what you've been believing in believing, this is the age of knowing. We in the knowledge age, know the ledge. Mm
1: -hmm. Know the ledge, let's get power. There's power in that knowledge, not in your belief. People believe all kinds of shit. I mean, if that's the case, then we have to say that there is validity in what our oppressor believes about who he is over us. And we know this not to be a fact.
3: So, with is that alone, we could debunk this whole belief thing. Belief, let's start knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I
4: That's would like to hear that. Say that again, brother. Yes, yeah, so this is Jack speaking.
0: Brother Jack, how you doing, man?
4: Brother Jack, what's up, brother Jack? Um, well, you know, well, I've, I'm growing as a person, and I really want to chime in because I've been growing myself. And growing especially with what I do is um, very hard and uncomfortable because it really requires you to go through some hardships to reach that next level. And sometimes it even requires facing your fears to get Mm -hmm. to that next level. And for growing for a lot of people is very uncomfortable. They're afraid to grow and they've, they've become very comfortable in their comfort zone. But, once you, how should I put it, pretend whatever your situation is, don't be afraid to grow. Don't be afraid to get outside your comfort zone. Just be—I mean, be safe, of course. Take safety precautions, but don't be afraid to grow mm-hmm. because there's a payoff. There's a payoff growing more and getting more knowledge because now, you know, now that you've been through it, and and now that you done it instead of panicking this time, when that panic sets in and it's all over, you'll know what to do next time that problem comes around. Mm -hmm. That that's really what I wanted to say.
1: That's
3: true. That's very true. That is that is very true. Well let me ask you a question, sir. You
1: if fear is death like, do you fear death? Like, I'm curious to know, you know what I mean? And, and to anyone out in the chat room, like, is one of your fears death, is the fear of death, uh, does it drive you?
4: Um, No, it doesn't because I almost died. So, okay. no, it
1: doesn't. So you had an experience or near death. You know, near death experiences can, can can wake you up. Can wake you up too. But I know some people that had near death experiences and still like fear it even more. So that we we've been told the wrong uh concept of death. You know what I mean and um I was just wonder sometimes if that's a, a motivator for why a lot of people decide to stay in their comfort zone because they fear taking a stand. Or, or the fear of consequences of taking a stance on things, including uh, what may uh, lead to death. Because I don't feel like, like, like leaders, our leaders got killed because they took a stand. Well, so I think it puts fear in a lot of people to not take a stance or not even want to be a leader, but I don't think we need leaders. I think it would stop being an uh, isolated assassination if it would just come to our people as a whole taking that stance instead of just one person.
0: You know, this is a good conversation because we're having all these pauses. You know, when you're having a good meal and you're just like, you're sitting on the table, and you're just chewing.
1: <laughs> you gotta digest it. I, uh, exactly. I don't know any other way to explain it, but we um, gotta snap out of it. Just, just, you gotta snap out of it. You gotta snap out of it. Like, we're not making any progress. At all, like there, even with the the efforts of those who are being proactive, it's like ten times the amount of people that are not.
4: So, so, so I was listening to a Dr. Voice Watkins video earlier today, and Dr. Voice Watkins said that essentially. What we have is, let's say that we can get up to 20% of black people being productive. Okay, well, those 20% of black people, when they are productive, you have 80% of black people who still just want to be trash, who still just want to be down in the gutter, who don't want to get better. And they see you trying to make a change. They see you trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to start a business. And what do they do? is they nitpick and they shoot you down let them and so
0: let them what you have let them jack no let me just say this let them because they'll never receive the blessing of positive energy and they're so toxic and 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 it's so they're so submerged and in 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 a decadence that this is what's going to come out of them what do you expect to come out of them you know when you eat corn all day What do you expect to see when you turn around before you flush? Because at least you doing what you do is an example to those who are riding the fence and say, you know what? I know I'm negative, but daggone it. It it sure sure looks good to live that way. You know what I mean? You're not going to get everybody. Some of them, I'm telling you, um, the other day I had a woman get on the bus, and she asked me about... Uh, the schedule. I never saw her before, but she seemed to come off a bit odd to me, you know, because when she asked me the question and I started to answer, she kept talking and she had some type of venom or anger in her soul. And so I tried to deal with her and it ended up being where she wanted to argue. And I realized that she had so much of this venom in her. And I know, and I'm not saying I'm the beacon of light and all this stuff, but i'm relaxed i go through my 10 hours with ease i cut through it i'm laughing i'm snacking on my fruit i'm thinking about what i'm gonna do when i come home my projects for the weekend and people can see that because i live with hope because that's the way i live to have hope and when you're living hopeless you can see that you know the ones who have hope they don't take it the right way some of them take it like oh look at you you showing off Mm -hmm. example and in essence if they were to reach out and say hey What are you doing? Can I get down with you? If you want to lend positive energy to what I'm doing, it helps me and it brings you up, and we become synergistic, not just two people, but it's like we're 19 or 20. But when you're on the other side, it's really hard to understand the negative mind. I don't get down like that. And when I see that in other people, near and far, I'm leaving it alone. When you're truly that way, we have a lot of people who are masquerading as positive people and they have that cloak of positivity over them you see it through their words or you hear their words but you don't feel it but they're just trying to get next to you in position and you know in boxing you got to be in position to land that knockout blow when they're really negative so you know what let them because at least they're telling you who they are and they're letting you know who to avoid you know
1: yeah, that's those spiritually rotten people that I was talking about, and they get upset because you recognize the greatness in you, and they don't in them own selves. Exactly. So the only way to react
0: to it is the opposite.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And that negativity yeah. will aid you. It'll aid you faster than a, a, a pint of vodka every morning. <laughs> it will. True. It will
1: aid you. This is true. But that was by design also. Understanding, I, I think if we really grasp a whole of the social engineering that took place, especially um, from slavery on, like they, they did the whammy to us. Like, we so deep, so far in. Um. just in the misguided convictions, this is what you keep running up against. This is what you're going to bound up against. It's mm-hmm. almost, it will make you think that the situation is hopeless because even when you decide to take a stride, there will always be someone that look just like you off at the path and try to knock you off of that because he don't see the ability within himself to do the same thing.
2: Right,
3: right.
1: Even if it's the woman laying next to you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And a lot of times it's usually the woman laying next to you first, <laughs> starting closer, even close to
2: <laughs>
1: your family. When you on that journey, you got to get away from them all and get away from it all.
4: Right. And so what Dr. Boyce Watkins was saying is that essentially, these eighty percent, they see the twenty percent growing in this field of garbage, and they see this flower coming up out coming up out the ground. And when they see the flower, they all want to kill it.
2: Dude. And he says, yeah.
4: and he says, what he says, he says, what you have to understand. I mean. If racist white people want to get in your way, you're going to have to knock the racist white people out of the way. If the coons get in your way, you're going to have to knock the coons out. Right.
1: right? Do you know why they want to chop the flower down? (laughs) It's because they don't recognize that the flower is good for them. If you never had that knowledge to know what it is, it's like, all right, we grew up thinking that dandelions are weeds, right? (laughs) Dandelions <laughs> is good for you, bro. Go right out in your yard and pick them. You can cook them as a tea and drink right. that, and it is good for your body. That's or right. Your whole life, you've been told that that was a damn weed. Out your yard, a weed though, weed, sir. I just explained it to you. No, it is something that was given to us from the Creator, from the Earth, that is used uh, as an antioxidant. It's good for your blood pressure. It helps with diabetes. The Daisy Lion. That's right. Yes, but you've been told it was a weed, just like you was told that Egypt was evil. So every time you see someone pop up in a culture. So this is the way to go. Yeah, niggas want to kill it. Why? Because they've been told that it is evil. They've been told that it is a weed. (laughs) But it is really what they need. (laughs) (laughs) It's the psych game.
4: It's the psychological game. Man,
0: you
2: rhyming more than Muhammad Ali. (laughs) <laughs> social
1: engineering it's a psychological game it all even though they do physical things they put certain things in the motion war starts in the mind first <laughs> it starts in the mind first
0: that's right they can get your mind they got you
1: they
3: got you
0: I love my mind. Right. I love your yeah. mind and I love Jack's mind. And we, we put our minds together and uh, the brothers and sisters here, sisters and brothers here in the chat room. And even some of the haters who are watching and some of the people who are on our side who can't get in the chat room or call, they're good people too. But um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give up my mind to somebody who doesn't deserve it. Meaning that let's break it down on a, on a more carnal level. Uh, we have women who sometimes, Will give their virtue up to a man who doesn't deserve it and who has never earned it. You have to prove yourself before you get the goodies. You understand? Right. And getting the goodies should not be the prime motivation. Because right. the goodies is, is the is the is the dessert with the woman, her mind and her essence and her warmth and her love. That's the meal. The goodies is mm-hmm. a little sensation afterward, and it's nice. But let's get the real thing going on. Now, for those men who are out here
3: who think they can lay the pipe all night,
0: it's a mind to that woman. So, so my mind, I'm not going to sit here and argue with a fool. There are people who get within my proximity every day when I'm in public, and they know what I do when I come home. They know what I'm about. They're the biggest fans, but they try to speak with each other and speak on a topic to get a rise out of me and they're talking loud and passionate and they're peeking at me and i'm just looking off in the space or checking my phone on imaginary conversation <laughs> you know what i mean you're not going to pull me into that because because we have momentum if, if you have a day that you can not talk not engage i'm not saying turn into a hermit no you have to talk some- it's in positive thoughts. Don't eat as much. Bear minimum on food. When you do put good food in you come out of yourself, come out of all the cravings and, and, and and fine tune yourself. Like when the piano tuner comes in to tune the piano up, or when you get your car tuned up, it feels so good. It's running right. Like it's brand new, just from the tune up, tune yourself up. You can't tune yourself up with people whose thoughts are pulling you down you into their battles they'll tell you that this one called you this name and this one said this about you and so well let them say it am i that no i know i'm not that don't pull me into these unnecessary battles i'm not going to get caught up in that it's too late in the game and people say well why do you say your age all the time because i'm focusing on where my blip is on this radar screen and yes i do not fear death my mother didn't, my father didn't, so I don't know how to fear it. But I want to be here to complete my mission. This is the perfect, a perfectly made creation that that is already taken care of. That little baby who looks up at their parents and they don't know anything about mortgage, they don't know anything about heat, they know something about shopping because they're trying to throw something into the cart, extra. But they know Mommy and daddy got it. Well the system is made perfect that way. And when you think about it, why are you scared when so many people more and more are on the other side or that next level that you know, that you love? They're there waiting for you. I mean, I don't know if they're waiting, but they're there. And and I don't believe that the creator of this universe would make someone so near and dear to us as far as the people who are really connected to us and take them away like that. I don't believe that. But, But the way it's taught to us from the oppressor, he wants us to think that, like, oh my God, I'm not gonna see this person anymore. And dad, so and so. Yes, I miss my father. I miss my mother. I woke up three, four mornings ago crying, crying hard. I miss my mother. I miss my father. I wake up sometime crying hard on a human level. I can't wait to see mommy and daddy again. And to share with them that I didn't let them down on this level. You see what I mean? So it's a continuum. And those who come after us and those who are before us, it's like a relay race, but we have the baton right now. And while we're running the race, we may not know the rewards that come from running the good race all the way. And it's not about that because we have to justify those who came before us and we have to set up the ones who are coming after us who have the righteous things on our mind so that they're ahead of the game. And coaches do, except us, depending on, I'm not saying all of us depend on food stamps. The majority of those of us who are on food stamps in Section 8 and getting welfare are black. No, it's mostly the other and white farmers. But for those of us who have depended on that so much, that's another version of the N-I-G-G-E-R wake-up call. You got two feet. Why aren't you standing on them? Around you. They may not have something in their head. Help to put something in their head so you can utilize their limbs to build something for everybody. If you don't get it, you're done. And I want to talk about that tomorrow night at some point. But go ahead. I, I rambled off point.
1: We gotta stop um the biblical, that point. We gotta stop dividing ourselves and alienating ourselves or our little clicks away from each other. Like, we got to start using each other and not...
0: Righteously, uh, yeah.
1: But using each other, we got to start taking our resources and like, look, brother, we we got work to do. Mm -hmm. I need your resources and vice versa. Like, building these gaps in between us only knocks down any type of defense that we would even think of having mm-hmm. against what's against us, because that's where the strength is at. Well, these people stand behind each other. They argue and bicker amongst each other. True of the mm-hmm. matter, a lot of uh, the, the different races amongst, the different nationalities amongst Caucasian people, they don't even fuck with each other. But when it comes down time to handle business in regards to Uh, White supremacy, white privilege, them holding down their system of racism. Yo, they come together. That's That's how it even kicked uh, off in the first place. They were clans. They used to kill each other. They decided, yo, it is pointless for us to do this. In order for us to to survive, we're going to have to band together on the source of resources. And it was us. Mm Mm-hmm. And they still winning
3: to this day. Why? Because everybody got to pay for water.
2: <laughs> everybody
3: got to pay for a piece of land.
0: They are gonna make it where we pay, pay for, for everything. For
1: everybody. Yeah, these yo, these motherfuckers ain't freestyling, y'all. I just want y'all to know they not freestyling, y'all.
0: Man, there's gonna be a seventy-eight yeah. cents uh, tax on every time you fart in public. <laughs>
1: I can see it now.
0: 131 dollars this month. Oh my God! You know,
1: we losing the rap battle, yo. For real. Than that, we are losing the rap battle, yo. They bars is up. <laughs> 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 we gotta get our shit together.
3: They bars is up right now. Yeah. Yo. And they backing up everything they saying. That's right. What we going to? do I can't do it by myself. I had people tag me, yo. So, what's your
1: solution? It wouldn't even matter if I could give you a solution. (laughs) The truth is, is you going to join in with me because I can't do it by myself. Right. Ain't no superheroes. Let's keep this shit all the way real. There ain't going to be no superheroes.
0: Only a Subway and Wawa. Yeah.
1: Let's keep it all the way funky.
2: Firehouse.
1: (laughs) Yes, man. We need each other. We got to stop playing. We need each other. I ain't saying that on the hallmark moment. I'm saying it like, yo, it's vital for your life, for your survival. We need each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We do. If we don't get together, man, look.
0: Let me just say, holla. Um, let's give it 15 more minutes, and I promise that we would be back tomorrow evening at some time. I'm gonna blast it out when we do. Um, I want to focus on the whole Donald Trump, uh, uh slashing of. Of public assistance and and how it affects us and our mindset and everything but it's just getting good and i want this to be one of the long ones but i'm gonna have to yeah,
1: that's why i reached out because i really wanted to talk about them sisters. yeah them all absolutely because yeah that was the other
3: thing like sisters the no good niggas you're gonna need them no good niggas in a minute y'all take note I said it today. Whatever is, 2017.
1: So no good niggas, man. Cause a lot of y'all ain't gonna kill nothing nor let nothing die. Y'all been too dependent upon your white daddy. And he's about to start cutting niggas loose. Oh. Going <laughs> down. Trust me when I'm telling you. Stay woke. Get woke. That's all I can say. I ain't even got much else to say. Jay
2: wait,
4: Get into your
2: spirit. Relax. So,
4: so, Brother Hollis. So brother yes, Hollis, sir. So, when you say they've been too dependent on white daddy, are you referring to welfare black women? Or are you referring to corporate America?
3: All the way across the board, middle, your brother.
4: Upper middle cl-
1: Yes. All the way across the board. Our women, at the point of civil rights, after the civil rights movement, took up concessions with the oppressor. It was all by design. It was very calculated. They understood one of the circumstances was the women and the children. The women and the children are going to have to be able to survive. Well, this is what we need to do. We need to divide the home up. Because they recognized that, yo, that was the last time we were the strongest as a black family unit. Issues. Yes, there were issues going on. Yeah, there was domestic violence going on. But even in the midst of these things going on in the black family, black men and black women put their differences aside because of the bigger call. When it was all over and the smoke was clear and the hype was over, the bill got passed. All right, now we can't go out here and bully foot these niggas no more. Now we're going to take it to the next phase.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to divide the home up. We divide this home up. We destroy the community. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to give his women jobs. She going to get sucked in by this feminist movement. Why? Because our women is fighting for her rights. So the white lady made a deal with the devil. Now with her feminist movement, drew black women in. They all fist in the air about the woman. The black woman going home, her home divided, and the white woman is going home to her husband.
3: Never people, any man that was giving her a job was the same white
1: man that was telling her husband, fuck out of here.
3: <laughs> she
1: misunderstood social engineering. Hence came that I could do bad by myself. It drew a wedge. And now they have depended upon this, and they have a pseudo-independence. They think they are independent. They think that they are where they are because of their faith in God and their uh, college degrees and their connections with sororities or whatever lies they talk tied to. No, you traded in your queenship to be a pawn. And you don't even know it. This is a fact. However, now the chickens are going to come home in the roost. They don't hmm. need her no more. They don't need her as much as.
2: Hmm.
1: You know
0: what I mean? Wow. 100% truth, brother. 100%, 100% truth.
1: And they're going to start at the bottom, they <laughs> just go right on up. And, to just start cutting them off. Just start cutting them off. So, yeah, I say to you sisters, whatever walk of life you in, if you're not pursuing to find out about who you really are, you know what I'm saying, what your real divinity is, um, yeah, you're going to be out here lost, too. You're going to, you, you, yeah. It's going to get tough. for Brother Holler. Yes, sir.
4: For Brother Holler, man. Are, are they really going to admit to it? Because, you know, black women won't admit to anything. I
1: know. <laughs> no. No, they're not going to. We probably won't see it in our lifetime, beloved. I promise you, we probably won't. It's a lot of healing. And we're not, we're not talking so about our
0: sisters here on the line. We're talking about those who are in denial and who are lost like that.
1: Well, yeah, just want to clarify. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just right. saying, uh... I think mm-hmm. what has to happen is one thing of accountability with black women was purposely removed. It was purposely removed. If you understand a lot of, of the black women plight, she feels warranted towards black men. Not to say that she ain't got a right to feel the way that she feels, and that some of her points are are correct. They are. Mm-hmm. Black men are fucked up. We know this. We've been known this. That has been the campaign. That has been the campaign. The problem here is, is that they have never been told that they have been wrong and that what they did was an atrocity and is a big contributor to why the black family is tore up. They just as much as the problem as we are. But when you've never been told this and held accountable, you don't think there's anything wrong with what you're doing. And even if it's pointed out and they recognize it, testified by, well, if the black man had, had his shit together, I wouldn't be this way either.
3: Which is cool she want to say that,
1: but then that debunks that whole strong, independent black woman. You can't be strong if you're saying the reason why you're weak is because of me. That's a sign of weakness. Because the truth of the matter is, she really do need us. But she mad? But she don't even really know why she's really mad. She doesn't understand that it has everything to do with social engineering.
0: I feel the energy rising, Hollow. We gotta, we gotta, we, we gotta really get in. I'm not scared of any topic, and I know we're getting kind of, we're not getting kind of enthused. Rose Brown, I know you got your your sword ready. Um, we're not speaking, and I'm not scared. I'm not simping out, you know. But it's it's no one here in this chat room right now. We're not speaking on, you know, how is not speaking on that type of woman because you you all don't fit that description. But I do want to go in on that on both sides as when we continue on that whole Donald Trump public assistance, you know, cutoff because th- that fits. That fits like a lock and key. That subject with that, because that's going to set off so much in our community. And like Gamer G said earlier, it's so funny. It's funny what he said when that happens that there's going to be so many uh, ads in the back on back page for strippers and whatever. not that our sisters can only do that. But that that's funny. That's just straight funny. Um, nobody here was Brown. You are right. Um, when she said that black men have been acting like BITCHs, um, that doesn't mean you or me or Jack, but I understand what you mean because I get pissed off every day when I'm driving a bus and I see these men who are not doing what they should be doing as men. You know what I mean? So I'm in agreement with you, Rose. And I have to be in agreement with holler when he speaks on those who have that mindset. So we have a lot of, um, Uh, self-healing to do. We have to talk about these harsh issues. It doesn't mean we're throwing off on each other, but hopefully when people see these types of discussions transpiring a certain way, and really, we don't really care, male or female, those of us who are here, if those who are listening do not like it, because if it's uncomfortable for you, that means it's going to do something good for you like the great-grandmother or the grandmother that said, come here, you're sick, take a spoonful of this. Did you really think that it was going to taste like candy? You get cough syrup and medicine now, Sometimes you want to take two spoonfuls of it because it tastes so good. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you, but that old nasty tasting thing that left a nasty taste in your mouth always got you feeling better. You always grow when you come out of your comfort zone, when you're not too comfortable, because when you become comfortable, you get complacent. And so many of us have become complacent, and we're like that person tied up on the railroad track when the train is flying down down, down, down the track. And we are looking at them like, wow, what a, what a, like a cat. You all drive, and you see the little kitten that doesn't know the danger of what's happening when you roll up on it. And it's only by your grace <laughs> that you put your foot on that gas and flash the lights and let him go on, because he doesn't really know what he's facing. And that's when I see so many of us who are just sash- sashaying through life and you look at them, not that they're supposed to be running and tearing their hair out and walking around upset and scared, no, but take some action, invest in some action that's gonna leave you in a better place because completely pulls that chair from under you. Your butt's gonna hit the ground so hard, it just might paralyze you. You might not even know that because so many of us are walking around in a mentally, physically, and spiritually paralyzed state anyway. You see what I mean? And we've got to demand more. Sure, don't fear death. But understand, before that time comes, there's something that we need to do. And on this level, there's a lot to be enjoyed. I'm enjoying while I'm fighting. But I'm willing to sacrifice all that I enjoy. And what I enjoy is on a bare bare minimum. Game of G, you were here yesterday. You see how I live. Bare minimum. I gave him a grand tour. We jumped in the hoopty. You know what I mean? Um, But I eat well. It's nice and comfortable here. And I'm still willing, if the time came, if the word was given to get up, it's time to go and do what we have to do, I can let it all go. The power of being able to let go. How many of us can let go of what we depend on, especially from our oppressor? That's gonna be that's gonna be the telltale sign. That's gonna change things. That's the great changer. Um, CIA, thank you so much once again. And uh, we're gonna talk about this tomorrow. I don't know what time, but what's gonna ha- what's gonna happen with me? I'm gonna get up real early, who are you know checking me out to see if I'm fit for their jewelry duty. And I'm probably gonna get off early because I know they're not gonna dig it too tough. They might Google my name and find out what I do. I said, oh, no, he's not going to let all these niggas free. So um, <laughs> I'm telling you. So I'm going to come back and nap, get myself back together again. But sometime early evening, because I have a few things to do around the house with Mr. Scurve, I mean, for, for the house anyway, but I pr- promise the things it'll be the early evening and we're going to chop this up. And then when I make that, when I create the link, then I'm going to shoot it out to everybody and make sure that we all see it and we all can chime in and those who want to call in, Feel free to call in. The call in number will always be 888 575 3769. If you want to reach out to me, it's 407 590 755. Text preferred, but you can call. Um, download the Landscurve app at the Google Play Store, the Amazon Store, and in the App Store. Subscribe to landscurve.com. Check it out. I do have a blog. There is Life After YouTube, which I had before YouTube. And subscribe to the channel. No, we are not making any money anymore, but I didn't make much anyway so I'm going to keep on doing the labor of love. I was nice, and it helped to set up the the studio here, and I thank all who have helped. Fine. It's not time for crying. It's time to make the oppressor cry and know that we, we were given feet to stand on, given a mind to use, given emotions to stoke the fires of our intellect to produce something, we have a mighty creator who's created all of this for us. And you mean we can't rub two stones together to make a fire or take some wood and some concrete and build a structure? We get free food. We uh, food. Donald Trump ain't got nothing to do with it. United States government has nothing to do with it. Go out in nature and see all the man. Go out in my backyard and see blueberries, pineapples, mangoes, plums, watermelons growing, all kind of vegetables all kind of uh, 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 aloe vera to put on your skin, free. You just need the seeds. This is why they don't want to give us fruits with seeds. They want us dependent on them. Back to nature, land, the old order. This, this order now that we depend on, it's about to crash. It's about to go. And you know what? I'm glad because I don't want to uh, 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 be under some man who wants to be a God beside God. Him. The creator will deal with you direct. He put us on this wonderful earth, you know, good climate. You know, the seasons change, the stuff grows, but we got to cultivate. And we're not doing that with each other because we're going straight to the oppressor who doesn't like us and doesn't want us to have any kind of unity. And you know what I stand for. Go back, go back. All the years of stuff I've been drawing, writing, talking about, and the way I've been. Barry Biz, thanks for that comment on the video. These folks just don't know. This is not overnight. This is not a YouTube manifestation to sound a certain way. No, this is the way I am. I joke. I tell dirty jokes. I'm a man. I have fun. But I'm really about us uplifting ourselves because growing up, born in 63 and remembering a lot of the late 60s because of my parents and what they put in me in the 70s and how we had problems then, but how rich it was, the love that I felt, I remember that and that was watered down compared to what it was decades before. I want that back. I know what that's like. Many here don't know who were born later on. They hear about it, but they don't know it, and many who are here know about that, and we've been slowly stripped of that love, of that connectedness that even when we were broke, so-called, we can whip up a meal together because our kitchen wasn't it just wasn't my kitchen all kitchens collectively we bring our food together and make a meal get some dusty dominoes or some bent up cards and play a game talk some positive stuff lost that and i missed that and we got to bring that back anyway brother holla i'm not gonna be the one to wrap it up it's eight minutes to midnight here on the East Coast of the United States. So give us two minutes and a jack if you want to uh, 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 tie it in. And whoever it is in Washington who's who's watching right now, just give me three minutes, wrap it up, and then we'll, we'll sign off.
1: I don't even need two minutes.
3: It's like this. I told you it's about your spirit. Yeah. Really get into your spirit and strengthen your
1: spirit. I ain't talking about church and on your knees doing a bunch of praying. I told my mother this yesterday. I said, you say that we're created in God's image, right? And she said, yeah. I said, if that's the case, God probably thinks that we are the most worried some people ever
3: because we always begging for shit. We always begging and fucking begging and fucking begging. and we need to be so anxious about it. Malcolm said, we need to act like it's already too late. Mm-hmm. And he said that in the 60s. Mm. He said, we need to act like it's already too late. Because we light years behind.
1: We got to grow up and let these things go and get proactive, get into the know. Yeah. Don't matter what you believe. You can believe all kinds of things, but when you know that you know, I them Used to say that at church all the time. And it's funny how they say that right. about something that they believe. But I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna apply it to what it really is about. When you know that you know what you know, it ain't nothing for you to believe. Wake up, people! You know my. You know my saying. Uh, uh, Lance Sankofa, yes, I'll tell you no more. Sankofa, get back to your roots. That's the only way we're gonna get out of this. We gotta go back to what made us great in the first place. Thank you. Well, yes, so, thank you for the opportunity, sir.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You have anything to say, Jack, on the wrap up? All
4: right, so with that said. I would like to say to everybody listening, don't forget to apply for your U.S. passport. Get out and see the world. Travel. You're going to need a copy of your birth certificate, I believe, if you're going to get your passport. But you're going to need a copy of your birth certificate and um, maybe a couple hundred dollars. I don't know.
3: But, you know, the application fees. And uh, get out and see the world. You know? See Brazil. See Africa. See
4: Asia. See what they're doing in japan see what they're doing in thailand see what they're doing in the philippines you know there's a lot more going on than what's going on here and uh i think you'll be surprised by what you learn out there that's all
2: thank you
0: thank you all for being here i hate to cut it short i have to go early in the morning into enemy territory and um i have my drawing pad me with the phone but they can't stop me from sketching. So I'll be sketching away until they call my name to see if they'll um allow me to set a few of my brothers and sisters free, which after viewing this t- uh, 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 show, they're like, uh-uh, turn him away at the door. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you. And we're going to address that tomorrow night with Donald Trump and the slashing of public assistance and the effect on the Black community. The title won't be that long, but you'll know it when you see it. I'm going to blast it out when I make it. Um, but it's going to be early evening and we're going to go in intensely holler Jack and everybody who's here I want you all to come back and I'll make sure that we have a wonderful um, thought-provoking conversation and um, it's been enlightening to me and I thank you all for your support on all levels it keeps me fired up and it keeps me feeling younger and younger and younger and I'm just enjoying this what a wonderful hobby to have thank you all you all have a good night
3: Peace.